music means the world to me. It's it's uh, everything. I've uh, I've always I've always found uh, comfort in music and joy in music, and I've always expressed myself through music. So yeah, it's everything. Music life radio. at the intersection of music and life. Welcome to Music Life Radio. I am your host, Dan Sauter. Music Life Radio is a free podcast available on iTunes and your interwebs at musicliferadio.com and features interviews and stories about and related to music. Today on the program, we have Antonia Vai. She's a 24-year-old singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist from Sweden, well-established on the music scene of Stockholm. She's been titled as the Bohemian Soul Diva, but has clearly been influenced by folk. Focused on storytelling, shaped by rhythms and unique melodies, every song turns into a journey. In September 2012, she released her debut album, Lovers and Prophets, immediately followed by a second album, Dirt from When the Earth Was Flat. They are available on Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, Bandcamp, and I'm sure other sources. Using the magic of technology, I went ahead and emailed Antonia the questions, and she went ahead and recorded them in Sweden. The time difference here in Oakland and Sweden is quite radical, so this was the easy way to conduct the interview. Anyway, sit back and enjoy another episode of Music Live Radio, this one entitled Bohemian Soul Diva with Antonia Vai. Uh, <laughs> Bohemian Soul Diva. Uh, I actually like that title. Well, I guess it fits me because it's it's a bit uh, paradoxical, isn't it? It's like uh, a diva is a really proud and dramatic woman, you know, someone who knows what she wants and isn't afraid to go after it. Um, and then you got a bohemian person who is someone who is um, unconventional, a free spirit, like a proper hippie. Uh, you know, it's like, I guess I'm equally both. I shift between uh, running around in my stilettos and uh, walking barefoot on the beach. <laughs> yeah, and I think my music does as well. Definitely has both of those sides in it. Well, I grew up in Sweden, in Stockholm, um, and I I listened to so many so many different bands, so much music. I guess there was a lot of hip hop. And soul, definitely a lot of soul. One of my first albums was uh, Miseducation of Lauryn Hill, which was, yeah, that was like my Bible. <laughs> I was obsessed with uh, every song and I knew it by heart. I still do and I still think it's one of the best albums um, ever made. But I guess uh, I listened to a lot of folk music as well. <laughs> And I loved Ocarina of Time, Legend of Zelda, <laughs> the video game. Uh, so I was I was definitely inspired by the music in that game as well. Well, then my family listened to a lot of uh, like uh, Tom Waits and Leonard Cohen and other other legendary husky voices. 
It's my parents. Yeah, they've always supported me and encouraged me. And uh, as a child as well, I was really creative and they always uh, allowed me to, to be creative. And they they surrounded me with such, uh, such a positive energy and uh, a lot of... Uh, a lot of music, a lot of poetry, a lot of movies, just a lot of culture. <laughs> well, the first instrument I started playing was the piano. And that's simply because that's what we had back home. Uh, I started playing as soon as I could, uh, <laughs> as soon as I was tall enough to reach the keys. So I taught myself how to play. I didn't really know what I was doing. And then when I was maybe 11, I think my mom sent me to piano classes. So... That's where I really developed. And then yeah, I started playing the guitar when I was 18, 19. But piano is piano is my, my instrument of choice. <laughs> I've always expressed myself through songs or through lyrics or through melodies. Um, I've always been writing, really, for, for as long as I can remember. I still, I still remember a lot of songs I wrote when I... I was just three, four years old, like kindergarten. Yeah, it was always my dream to to grow up and uh, be able to sing my own songs. I am humming to stay awake on this night without you. But tomorrow's a slow day, don't have anything. Up to, and I play for those lovers I sent away. Easier to think of one, haven't met, but will meet one day. You see, I was a substitute for the one that got away. He only needed me to stay until the dawn of the day. And I was never madly in love. No, he was being just as used. That's the difference between us. I was barely. year in school I must have been 18 I just had so much material because I, I wrote I wrote every day that was when I decided I, I have to do something about it I remember that was that was my kickoff um, I my project was to to find musicians and have my first proper concert I just remember I choose 10 songs it was the first time I actually showed them to a uh, big band and uh, I didn't know if it would work I didn't know what they would think I didn't know it if it would sound the way it did in my head and uh, I just remember that kick when I showed them um, a song of mine and it sounded the way I wanted it to 
and it sounded amazing. <laughs> I think that was the moment I realized, uh, like, shit, this is actually possible. And maybe I'm not crazy. And we had a concert in a small bar in Stockholm. And we got great response. Mostly friends and family, of course. But still, it was... I think it was at that moment I started taking myself seriously. Um, I mean, I always took the writing seriously because I, I did write every day. But that was the moment when I realized that um, this might be interesting for other people than myself. And then I just continued. I fixed more gigs and I talked to musicians and I tried all these collaborations and uh, I bought myself a Mac. <laughs> that was when I started to record my music. Uh, so I, I learned. Well, I, I, I experimented a lot. And then I started spreading my songs on the net. And they kept on spreading. I asked Antonia if she had a preference on language and song. I, I tend to write most of my songs in English, I guess, because I I've mostly have listened to English songs. So that's the way it comes out. But um, I do write in Swedish as well. I, I would love to show more of, of my Swedish songs. Maybe maybe a future project. Um, but then I speak Hungarian as well. I've only written a few songs in Hungarian because... Uh, it's quite difficult, but I would love to improve that side as well. We'll see. A lot of Antonia's songs are story-based. And I asked her what was so important about stories and about her storytelling. There's just nothing like a good story, really. I think a good story sums everything up. It can be a guideline or an answer or just parallel drawn to everyday life or uh, trauma or everything we're experiencing uh, is found in all these old, old stories. So I love to always go back and and refer to them. And uh, I do love the biblical stories and stories in Hinduism, (laughs) the gods and goddesses and all their different shapes. Um, Greek mythology. I can get really moved by the fact that some stories just survive, you know? They they are passed on generation after generation, and uh, there's something really magical about that. I asked about Antonia's musical influences. I do get inspired by a lot of music that um, that doesn't really sound... Uh, the way I do, but I still find myself in in their music. Uh, a lot of trip hop, for example. A lot of uh, <laughs> deep electronic tunes. And then there are these musicians or singers that, that a lot of people think I have been listening to, like Anna DiFranco or, um, yeah, other female singer-songwriters. But that's actually, I actually haven't. Um, but then there's I, I've been really inspired by Anna Brun and Björk and uh, old legendary singers like Billie Holiday or uh, Nina Simone uh, Lasse de Sela I asked Antonia about her recording process uh, there are two songs 
on on Lovers and Profit, which are studio recordings, uh, and they have been produced by Labros Leropoulos. Um, that's Much a Woman and the last song, Down the Rabbit Hole. And so, yeah, those two were really planned and organized and we spent time in the studio um, and he, he took a lot of time to mix it and it, it took some time to create. Uh, a lot of musicians uh, collaborated with us and yeah, so those two, we really worked on those two. But then the rest of the songs on both of the albums are my own uh, home productions. And they weren't really planned. <laughs> they kind of just happened. Uh, uh, I usually just have an idea and uh, I write it down quickly and I always feel the need to record it. So most of these songs were just recorded in, in the moment over one night or over two. And then I had all these songs too many songs. I didn't know what to do with them, so I, I, I was like, "Hey, let's let's make an album, or or two. <laughs> it it became two. I couldn't pick pick less songs. Um, I didn't know at the time when I recorded these songs that they were actually going to be released. Well, for me that means a lot because I know they are really like uh, they are just very spontaneous songs." Well, Lovers and Prophets is a tribute to sanctifications and forbidden love. Um, and that's why it's called Lovers and Prophets, uh, because I think we tend to glorify the people we fall in love with. Uh, we get blinded really easily. And um, yeah, that's a recurring, recurring theme in in a lot of the songs on this album, although they're all very different. And we also tend to glorify what we can't have, you know? Like the the harder it is to get something or the further away it is, the more we want it. So it's something we can't reach, you know? It's like, it's something we can't have. That's a prophet, that's a, a god, <laughs> a saint. And to be really in love, it's like it's like feeling like you're... Feels like you're uh, praised. <laughs> Feels like being religious, which I'm not. Um, but I do fall in love a lot. <laughs> hey, what is it I'm seeing here? People seem to change. Hey, what is it I'm seeing here? have gone so strange I keep looking for a place to go far from judging eyes forgotten all those vows from long ago mother's good advice Broken heart 
she released two albums at the same time uh, well I just couldn't narrow it down to fewer songs I was I was just too eager so that's why uh, and also all the songs I put on the Dirt album they mean a lot to me really they're they're more naked and from an older time very personal a lot of them uh, so I really I really wanted them to be heard as well I couldn't wait <laughs> I guess I asked Antonia to talk about the local musicians in the Stockholm music scene. Actually, I'm so, so, so grateful for all the musicians I've either worked with or, um, well, played with or shared the same stage with, either bands that have been opening acts for me or bands that I have been opening act for. Um, There are just so many good musicians in Stockholm, which have become my, my good friends as well. Um, well, musicians like Steven Rappaport, Sebastian Svart, uh, Felix Grön, Skuld, Sena Bosey, Frida Lam, uh, Sjukstugan, um, well, the list goes on, really. Uh, these, are, these are bands which I, I hope will make it big. Even if they don't want to, because they deserve to be heard, and they are just big inspirations for me. Any advice for aspiring singers and songwriters in the internet age? Don't be scared by the fact that there is so much music on the net, and that everything is available, everything is out there, and everybody is doing it. But like, don't let it scare you, and believe that you still have the right to create your own platform and uh, be a part of it. And there will always be people who will be interested in what you do. And you never know uh, what people get out of hearing your music. Uh, many times I've thought that it's it's unnecessary to share what I do. For example, I've, I've thought that there isn't any need for another singer-songwriter, but there will always be someone who will appreciate it. And who knows where it, it might take you. So never, never back down, you know? Like, if you love to make music, uh, be proud of it, do it, and, 
And um, yeah. What's next for Antonia? I don't dream too far ahead. Uh, I, I think I don't want to put so much pressure on myself. Um, so what I hope is just that the word will keep spreading and that I won't stop being passionate about it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just excited uh, about all my future projects and I hope I'll keep challenging myself and keep developing and that I will, will always have this small platform where I can, can do what I do. Just keep the spark alive, you know, <laughs> as long as I, I find it useful and important, I think, or at least hope there will always be someone else who finds it uh, worth something. <laughs> I asked Antonia what her favorite tracks were from the two albums that she's just released. My personal favorites are Confessions of Berlin, Waiting for War, and Delensko. Antonia had this to say. Yeah, Delensko, it's my, my favorite too. Um, but it's, it's hard for me to be objective about it though, because I, I got my own little personal relationship to every song. I guess I, I would probably recommend the songs which I think have been a bit underrated, you know, like not, not the songs which have become the the songs people talk about. I I like uh, I like Time Killer, uh, Kittens in Trees, Moth to the Flame, and of course uh, 43 Seconds to Hiroshima. God, that song almost killed me while I made it. Um... It's about the bombings in Hiroshima and uh, the song is written from the atomic bombs point of view. It's basically because I, I started reading about what happened and got so extremely, extremely upset. And then I heard that they named the bomb which they dropped, uh, they named it Little Boy. And this really made my mind spin. So the song is from Little Boy's point of view and it's yeah that song means really means a lot to me having found the atomic bomb we have used it we shall continue to use it until we completely destroy japan's power to make war only a japanese surrender will stop us it is an awful responsibility which has come to us we thank God that it has come to us instead of to our enemies. And we pray that he may guide us to use it in his ways and for his purposes. Early Monday morning Chosen by 
43 Seconds to Hiroshima by Antonia Vai. Thanks again for her to sending in the answers to some of the questions that I asked her. For more information about Antonia Vai, you can check out her official website at www.antoniavai.com. That's A-N-T-O-N-I-A-V-A-I.com. You can get to all of her other pages from that one main page. Facebook, Bandcamp, YouTube. She's got a lot of great videos on there, so check it out. We're going to leave you with one more song. This is my favorite. This is called Delensko. Thanks again for checking out Music Life Radio. We'll catch you next time.